Well, it's Craig Kaplan here. I'm back with Jerry Boom Boom Washington for our, my second co-hosting of this podcast. Yeah, this is me, Jerry. Not so much about the Boom Boom, though. I don't know about that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's my uh, co-host, Craig. And as you can probably hear, I'm a little bit congested. Uh, you probably will hear that a little bit throughout the uh, uh, throughout the podcast episode here. Unfortunately, for episode six, I was a little bit uh, under the weather, so um, you get what you get. What you get, but um, we still have some good stuff. Uh, we have we have Craig. We actually want to talk to go a little uh, go in a little bit about what Craig uh, has accomplished with us so far at uh, General Fitness Company. He actually started with me about three months ago, uh, shortly after a uh, back surgery, and he had some. Uh, he had some dreams and uh, goals of his own of uh, getting to a yoga class. Now, we actually uh, talked about dreams and goals uh, specifically in this podcast because it was, uh, we recorded it shortly after Martin Luther King Day, and we were in the, uh, we were on the dreams and goals mindset, <laughs> and the, you know, in the spirit of I have a dream, or uh, Martin Luther King's dream. So, um, yeah, so today we're going to be talking a little bit about what uh, Craig did in the, over the past three months and uh, what you can do. Hopefully, over the next uh, and within the next uh, few week, few weeks, few days, few hours, or whatnot, to uh, put the, get the ball rolling on setting your own goals and achieving your own goals for 2018. So, uh, thanks again for listening into the General Fitness Company Cast, and um, enjoy. So, so Jerry, um, tell me, I'm, I'm a big goal setter. In fact, I can recall when I first got married in 1988, I, I had a composition book and I wrote down about a dozen goals. And some of them were pretty far-reaching, like own a BMW and take a 10-day vacation in the Caribbean to like the nicest resort. I could go on. But probably about eight, eight years after I wrote those, they were all, I achieved them all. What do you think about goal setting? I think it's important that when you write down your goals, you just can go forward with that and um, can execute because you can see that goal in front of you. Okay. So, so I, I hear from people from time to time, you know, more like college kids and, and, and stuff like that, whereby they'll say, well, I have these goals and I, I wrote them down, but, you know, a month later I changed my mind. And what I always say is, look, you know, you write it down today and you go for it. You can always change up and, and alter your end goal. Do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I started this whole, this is first started this business at General Fitness Company. Uh, when you want to do anything in terms of like getting any funding or anything like that, you have to have a business plan. So a business plan is a ridiculously long <laughs> written out goal. And um, even though I had some things in my business plan that I thought were going to be something that would happen right away, um, I, had, I ended up looking at it, you know, you have to revise it obviously. And um, I realized there's some things that I just weren't going to be happening right away. So, yeah, it's fine to, uh, to change course to sometimes move, move around and figure out what can work best for you in, a, in the shortest amount of time. Even, even something like if my goal is to walk or run 10 miles this week and I, and I get to 6, then I can maybe rethink and just, all right, it's okay to just change it up to 7.5. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's really what it's all about. It's just like uh, that, having a goal or having a, a game plan, let's, let's say, um, it, it, it not only gives you this visualize, visualization of where you want to be, but it also gives you 
that that power, that freedom to move forward. See, a lot of people, what happens is that they have a dream, and then unfortunately, because they can't, uh, because they can't really visualize any action steps, it just remains a dream. So, if you don't have a plan, the next step is the next step is going to be just to continue dreaming. So, so really, the the first step in anything is is essentially write it down. Then you can then you can look at it. You can determine what you want to do. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, when you write it down, or like anything that you write down, if you can see it in your, if you can see, if you can see it first with your eyes, then you can see, see it in your in your mind. A lot of people just, uh, I think, want to just see it in their mind, and they want to just go into a cave and just meditate on it and think that they can create it on their own with their own volition and their own power. But unfortunately, if you don't have that written down goal to look at, and you know, even some people go as far as to have vision boards, and I, I know. Um, uh, I use those sometimes just to have that actual vision of, uh, or that actual image, or that picture of where you want to be, or what you want to have in your life. So it's so it's kind of like a modern day fake it till you make it type of scenario where you have your you know you have your vision board, and so you have these different things, whether it's an apartment you want or a car, and you constantly see them, and you're imagining that you already have them. Yeah, I I agree. That's kind of along the lines of the law of attraction, I, I believe, is where you um, <clears throat> excuse me, you visualize something and then you um, you go forward. And I, like I said, yeah, that I think um, I really think that law of attraction does have some um, validity. Unfortunate thing, though, uh, I think for a lot of people is they believe that it stops at that that image or that you know, that that game plan. So I can't just get a six-pack by thinking I'm going to get a six-pack. Wouldn't that be great if you could just sit there and say, you know what, I'm just going to think about these push-ups and I'm going to be, and I'm going to be stronger, or I'm going to think about dieting, and I'm going, to get, I'm going to lose weight. But unfortunately, that's just not the way it goes. But you have one of your famous lines, which is where, like, someone wants to get the six-pack and, and you know, most most trainers are saying, well, you know, you need to eat, you know, your, your chicken and, and broccoli every day, but, but you don't you don't necessarily adhere to that particular mind. No, I don't ascribe to that at all. Unfortunately, uh, it's just, it's it's too. I think that that is just too much of a simplistic answer. You know, it's chicken and broccoli. Although it sounds good, it's kind of going along the lines of that uh, what we we're talking about before. You can have a you can have a game plan. But you know, if it's not something that you're gonna um, follow, you're, it's not gonna be something that's gonna that's gonna be beneficial for you. I've actually said this uh, quite a few times in my email, uh, daily emails, and in blog. You can't suffer your way to happiness. You can't suffer your way to success. And that pretty much um, exemplifies that that whole situation. Is if you're going to try to suffer your way into something that's gonna make you uh, make you uh, or get you to your goal, you're just never gonna get there. Now, that's not to say you're not gonna have to put in some work, but you have to love the work so that you can get to that goal. Well, uh, in, in terms of tangible things, I mean, I just reached a, a milestone in that I just took my first yoga class mm -hmm. in um, over 100 days. It was like 105 days, something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I experienced really no pain whatsoever during the class, made it through the 75-minute advanced class. And it was really all thanks to you because coming out of my back surgery, one of my main goals, as I stated to you, was you know, I want to start taking yoga again. And 
you basically said we need to wait and you had me delay for quite a while which I didn't really want to do <laughs> and and you put me through the paces and stuff that you had me doing that uh, I mean I wasn't crazy about doing it at the time which mm -hmm. wasn't easy or fun but it certainly it certainly got me through my first class better than I would have ever imagined, so I want to thank you for that. I appreciate that, man. I'm glad that you got through that class, and I'm glad we're getting progress with your training. Yeah, it's really amazing. Um, I, as I said, I stated, well, I want to you know, get back in shape, really, and, and be able to take yoga again. And outside of that, I didn't necessarily have a goal. But you pretty much you know, got me there in you know, really like six, seven weeks. So uh, <laughs> I... I fully endorse what this guy's doing because yeah. he knows his stuff. <laughs> he knows his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, it's it's, it's funny because, like you said, you your goal was to was to do a yoga class, and um, having a have, I, I can't say I have a yoga background, but having a background in other activities such as ballet, um, track and field, powerlifting, and uh, being on American Ninja Warrior. You get to have a feel for what types of movements might be necessary in taking a yoga class, or just in general, just have a general functioning uh, set of movements. I should, I guess, I could say with uh, a lack of better words. So, um, in terms of like getting you to your yoga class or getting you to yoga training, I, I kind of broke down what you were gonna, what I thought you were gonna be doing in the yoga classes, and we broke them down to pretty much the the, uh, the very basics of the motion. So um, just like with goal setting, it's kind of the, it works the same way. Is if you want to have a goal, if you're trying to set a goal, you have to see what it looks like, visualize it, have a game plan, and that game plan should be based on um, uh, uh, what is it, reverse engineering it and working backwards from uh, what you what you uh, see as your ultimate goal. Well, it's really interesting in that I've worked with a lot of different trainers over the years, guys that have worked with pro athletes, all-star pro athletes, all pro athletes, and you know the 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 core strength was always talked about, and I've I've had a bad back for quite a while, which hadn't stopped me from doing a lot of things. But I thought my core was was fairly strong, based on what these other guys had told me, and you know I guess based on how I looked. But when it came down to it, you actually noticed some things that just by looking at me and how I was walking or, or whatever, which really really surprised me and you had me doing some stuff I had never done before just like using the uh, foam roller for example on on my stomach <laughs> which you know I thought my stomach was, was like rock hard and in good shape yeah that, that was painful How, why, why is it that that you know my core might have looked strong but it really wasn't and you know exactly what was lacking you know it's actually a really good question in terms of like um, <clears throat> what uh, what what is going on and what appears to be going on. So um, obviously I would have to say the first thing would be experience because that's just kind of, I've been doing this for a while. And like you said, you've trained with other trainers, but I think um, the difference, and I don't want to put this out there in any kind of uh, negative way, but I think the difference between myself and other trainers is that um, I have a such a varied background in, 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 in my and the way I see movement. I mean, like I said, I took ballet, an American Ninja Warrior, um, a world champion powerlifter. So all those different methods of movement um, 
can add, can add, add, add up and they become a conglomerate, so to speak, in my, in my mind. And I can see um, just different patterns of movement that maybe someone else that is just more geared to a one or two specific patterns of movement might not recognize. So in terms of having that variety and that background, I think that really helps help me and uh, see what was going on. So if you're trying to, and, and to relate that back to goal setting, um, having, having, if you don't have the experience yourself, then you can find other people that might have that, that might have that experience and it might be able to help you set your game plan into place and uh, to help you move forward with your vision. Interesting, interesting. So, so in terms of when you when you heard I had had a specific back surgery, you you also while you wanted to strengthen you know, the core again, you also pointed out that you felt that I had some kind of more weakness in my abdomen and on the front side and the overcompensation. I forget how you yeah. <laughs> but how, how did you know that? Like, well, I could I could kind of see the way um, to be specific for your for your uh, specific uh, situation. I could see the way you uh, you were moving in terms of uh, your hip flexors seemed to be a little bit a little bit tighter than I was than I would say for um, than than your typical person. I would say your hamstring flexibility, even though you could do certain things that other people couldn't do, I could see in these minute these minute differences in how you move that you were compensating by using other things, um, such as uh, to get to certain levels. I see, I could see that you're using a lot of your upper back um, to bend over, which, which probably your no, your average your typical person probably wouldn't even think about having your upper back involved in bending over to touch your toes, but it is. So just to see these minute movements and how you like move throughout the world, I could see that okay, this is a weakness. And gathering the evidence based on the fact that you told me you had a back, a lower back surgery, I could tell, I could see that okay, because the lower back might be weak, it's probably happened because the upper back was being pulled on, and your hamstrings were not as strong as they should be. You're like the body whisperer. The body whisperer. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I mean, like just like anything, like you're like like our guy Caesar Chavez, I think is his name, the, the the dog whisperer. I mean, he the reason why he's so good at what he does is because he's had thousands of hours of experience with not just one dog, not just two dogs, but thousands of... I thought he of, was a revolutionary. Uh, yeah, you might be right. It's, it might be Caesar Garcia. I don't get rid of Caesar. <laughs> Caesar somebody. The Caesar the dog whisperer guy. <laughs> Caesar Chavez. Maybe he was a dog whisperer too. Who knows? But um, in, but in respect to uh, Caesar the dog whisperer, uh, the reason why he is so good at what he does is because he has put in that all those hours with... Um, these uh, with different types of uh, dogs that might have different temperaments and uh, that might have different uh, reactions to external stimuli, to put it uh, more scientifically, so to speak. So you ascribe to that, uh, what is it, 10,000 hours? Or oh, absolutely, Mac Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hours. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think it's actually even more than that, to be honest with you, because um, a lot of people, I think they say, I'm going to do 10,000 hours of whatever I want to do, and um, maybe they put in 10,000 hours, but it's not 10,000 dedicated hours. It's just 10,000 hours of them sitting at a desk and being at the job, but not really like being engaged in what's happening. Our, our crack research team has just looked up, and it's Caesar Milan. Oh, Caesar Milan. <laughs> 
at Cesar Milan. There you go, not Cesar Chavez. <laughs> so, uh, you know, not only do you kind of, you know, are you a body whisperer per se, you, you also have kind of uh, your, your mental aspect of things that you're really deep on as far as, you know, how you believe people should treat one another and all that type of stuff. Well, yeah, I was wanting to talk about, you know, like I said, uh, consider, like you were saying, consideration for, um, for others. Like, uh, for instance, you know, just like putting on your turn signal and putting your shopping cart back where it should go and, you know, salting your sidewalk. I was thinking about that today I was, <laughs> as I was walking from my car to the gym and I was like, geez, I wish these people would consider other people and, and <laughs> realize that there's other people out there. But, um, yeah, that motivation, uh, the reason why that... Um, that, that can tie into motivation is because if you have that other, you have that love for other people and you have that consideration for other people, that automatically gives you more love for yourself. And when you have more love for yourself, you automatically want to do more. You want to, do, you want to produce more for the world so the, more, the world can give you back even more love. So if you're, if you're not motivated, if you're just kind of sitting there saying, woe is me, the world is coming down on me, then it's going to be as so. You know, it's, it's going to be as you, as you say it is. Because that's just kind of how, as we were talking about earlier, um, and the, with the law of attraction, if you say that the world is going is doing X, then the world is going to do X to you. So if you go out there and say, I don't care what the world is doing or what so-and-so said to me or what so-and-so is doing to me, I'm going to do me and I'm going to live my life and I'm going to be considerate of others because everybody else has, everybody has something. Everybody has their skeletons in their closet that they don't want to come out. And if you look in the world and say, like, you know, so-and-so is sick, just as I am sick, then you have more consideration, you have more love, and you have more, uh, more that you want to do for the world because you understand that everyone is, even though we're all special and individuals, we're still all one of this 7.8 billion people on this earth. Well, if more people had your mindset, Jerry, certainly the world would be a better place. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people call it, uh, I mean, the big term now is being woke. Woke. <laughs> which, is, which is more in like a political sense and that kind of thing. But, yeah. but maybe, maybe we can come up with a, a term for your wokeism. <laughs> Wokeisms. I don't know what we would call it, right? <laughs> I don't know. We'd have to think of, that, think of that. Maybe you guys can call in. Hey, matter of fact, you can call in 484-231-8500. If you got a better word than woke for these Jerryisms or whatnot, I would love to hear it. And once again, that's 484-231-8500. And there's still uh, that, that uh, anniversary party special going on too, right? Absolutely, to the end of the month. You come in here, you get a free 30-minute uh, consultation on, uh, what, uh, on, on your fitness. You come in here, we'll see what your range of motion looks like. We can talk about your goals and we'll set you up and going forward. If you're thinking about getting in shape, you know, don't think about it anymore. Just pick up the phone, call Jerry, come in. You have no excuse now. He's given he's given you a free session to get you in here, and what he does and what he sets up really works. Take it from somebody that's been doing it firsthand and has worked with a lot of people. Jerry knows his stuff, so if he can get you back in there from being injured or just get you started on the right program, he's the guy. Absolutely. Hey, Craig, I really appreciate you dropping by and yeah, saying those positive words. But hey, you know, uh, if you're listening to this, like he said, yeah, call up. Don't, don't hesitate to pick up that phone. Don't think about it. 
be about it. <laughs> well, tune in next week because we're going to have uh, a personal trainer to uh, a bunch of different pro football players coming in. And he has some revolutionary ideas that uh, you know, we can start to think about. Oh boy, yeah, Dave is a... <laughs> he's an interesting character. I love Dave. He definitely taught me a little bit, of, uh, a little bit about pain and <laughs> how to deal with it. So yeah, stay tuned for that. You know, we're always doing our thing here in Gentle Fitness Company at 300 Levering Mill Road in Ballot Kenwood. And as always, keep good company. Hey, what's going on, Brozilla? It's your boy, Jerry, the Fitness General, Washington. Yes, this is the end of the podcast. You've made it. <laughs> and I want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know what? Uh, as you can probably hear, I'm a little bit congested. Um, uh, my voice is froggy. My nose is stuffy. So I'm going to head on out of here. But before I do, I want to uh, let you know that I really do appreciate you listening. And uh, if you do want to get more information on how you can uh, make 2018 the best year of your life, you can go to my website, generalfitnesscompany.com. There you can uh, subscribe to my daily email. I have a bunch of hints and tips on uh, how you can live the good life and a few rants every once in a while on how uh, <laughs> some people maybe could help, help themselves in, uh, in, a, in, a, uh, <laughs> less, in a less kinder, gentler way, I suppose. <laughs> Sometimes I get a little brash, what can I say? So anyways, uh, yeah, check it out, generalfitnesscompany.com. Also, um, but episode seven next week, unfortunately, we're not going to have Dave. He's down in Florida, apparently, with uh, healing horses. I don't know what that's all about. Don't ask. Um, I really don't know. But um, he's doing his thing, and he's helping, he's helping the world in his own way. So uh, we will be having a, another special guest. Uh, we have a friend of, uh, uh, of Craig's, our co-host. Uh, her name is Gigi. She's coming in. She's a personal trainer. So that should be kind of that should be interesting. Uh, she actually has a uh, very different perspective on fitness uh, than I do, and I don't know how you can I don't know how else I could put that, but um, it's going to make for a very interesting episode seven. Um, <laughs> so stay tuned. But uh, yeah, like I said, Broham, I really appreciate you listening, and uh, stay tuned next week for episode seven as we throw down the gauntlet. Personal trainer v personal trainer. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. All right, buddy. We'll talk soon. And as always, keep good company. Hold on. Wait a second. I almost forgot. Listen, 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 listen. If you're on iTunes, you can subscribe to this podcast. All you got to do is just go into the iTunes app area or iTunes store or whatnot, and you could subscribe. You just click on the subscribe button. And if you subscribe, you get to be one of the first people that listens to the podcast when it comes out because you get like updated and stuff and that's pretty cool so you get to be one of the first ones to listen to one of my first podcasts that's kind of meta isn't it <laughs> thanks again for listening all right i'm out gonna go chuck some water peace